We are live on the side quest for March 16th. I had to look on at the, the actual calendar. <laughs> uh, happy, happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. 316. <laughs> oh, it's true. 316. And also today is Zacapalooza. Zacapalooza. Ladies and gentlemen, this, um, this guy, yeah, that guy. Quest mania running wild. Quest, quest, quest mania. Happy birthday, yeah. Zach. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to be did. here. We did, we did, we did it. <laughs> <Nerd alert>. That's <laughs> the only thing you have loaded up and ready to I go. Think I that think that and, and the, Clippy. <laughs> and I think a toilet. I think you got a toilet in there too. The, the toilet and yeah. I got I got Phil. Oh yeah, Phil. <clears throat> How are you doing, guys? Oh boy are we doing so great zach's, zach's having a great day there's nothing you can tell zach's hey. having a great day because he started off quiet <laughs> yeah i've had a nice day to myself uh, i got paid finally which was cool there you go happy birthday uh, happy yeah. birthday we're gonna sing now okay ready uh, okay nope. No, we won't sing, but we did a couple of us promised that we're gonna have cake for you. And yeah. uh because we couldn't be there, we did get cake. Uh JJ, go ahead. I, I, I actually do I actually went to the store and got an actual slice of slice of cake. So <laughs> blurry wow, blurry. you went to the blurry cake <laughs> yeah, store. Yeah, it's, yeah. Censored. It's, it's censored. This is Japanese cake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> they didn't like that. It they hated like that. that. Holy shit! Wow. The I, Japanese I are. Like... Wow! Oh my god! That was amazing. <laughs> I wish it just stayed that way. What? Turned, turned, turned into an episode of Evangelion for a minute. There. <laughs> well, I got I got cake ish stuff for you, Zach. I got um, birthday cake ice cream. So that is uh nice. I'm gonna have a little bit. I'm gonna have this right now. Mmm, mm. freezer burning all. You can tell it's been in the freezer for long enough because the crystalline formations are <laughs> probably about uh half an inch tall. So that's great. It's good stuff. But yeah, happy birthday, birthday cake. Uh this webcam's great. It's just like there's there's no I visible... can tell it sounds awesome. It looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, there's no visible uh damage mm -hmm. to the cable or anything. It's just fucking mm -hmm. It sent me and, send me to Tron. <laughs> and I've got um, a little shot ski of absolute lime that we got Perfect. a few weeks ago. So I'm going to yeah, have a little so. bit of that. See if we can get some ASMR sound of that. Yeah. I'm drinking a craft yeah. seltzer. This is a mango Ooh. dragon fruit seltzer. Ooh. It's my first time drinking in three weeks. Ooh, I've been cutting back quite a bit. Cutting back. Getting ready for packs. Getting ready for packs where we will getting, be <clears throat> getting the liver rested for the liver rested. three days straight of this uh, time next week. We're gonna be at PAX GPT at PAX yeah. East. Oh, Might still be there at the at our event, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Yeah, um, we're gonna have to like boot from our panel to our yeah. party. And if we wanted to go to the maiden uh MA uh event. <laughs> Stop by there. Might might stop by there. It's always a great party and great to meet meet cool people. So, um, 
I'm going to, uh, yeah, be excited. I'm flying out on Wednesday and early afternoon. I think I'll get there. Zach as well. JJ, you get there at the butt crack of dawn. Yeah, I get there at like eight o'clock in the morning. So, and then Taylor, you you arrive what like four somewhere on there? Yeah, sometime in the afternoon. And then we got Sam showing up, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great time. <clears throat> you can find us that night, probably after our dinner. We're gonna have a nice group dinner. We'll probably stop by the Weston Bar, hang out there for a little bit. That seems to be where everybody else shows up. <clears throat> there's a there's a couple events, and the events are starting to pack up now. Finally, you can yeah, they're, all those they're, out. yeah, a surprisingly large amount of them. Yeah. trickling in in the la in the last ten days before the exactly. event. Exactly, right. and I know of one more that's gonna be happening on that Saturday for sure. Uh, uh, and plus, there are some industry only and partner only events. Um that are going to be happening as well that uh, we don't have listed on our yeah. party list, but you can find everything on the party. I do find it funny when I was at Emerald city comic-con, I talked to uh, Ryan Hartman, the um, VP of Penny arcade. And I explained that we do the uh, party list and he was like, Oh, Oh, so like people well, ask me, yeah, you people ask me all the time what to do at like, not at packs and like i have no idea because i am busy putting together packs so it's like <laughs> so i'm like well i have the website for you <laughs> the interesting thing about packs parties and maybe we'll have to do at the beginning of next week one of the days we'll do a uh maybe your monday or tuesday i don't know we'll figure it out i uh, i took the entirety of next oh week, nice so. we could do a so you're going to packs like yeah. just a short a short non side questing, really just a so you're going to PAX video. We could talk about a, PAX a side questing yeah. side quest, a side <laughs> quest. That'll be the main quest, basically. Yeah. The main quest. Um, yeah, next week, see you guys at PAX. Uh, <clears throat> before then, though, we got uh, some fun things to talk about today. We've got a little bit of news to talk about, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure, uh, you know, this wonderful group of, of gents can chime in with stuff too. Go ahead, were you gonna say something, Taylor? No, no? <laughs> just preparing myself <laughs> mentally. Just preparing yourself <laughs> mentally. There's a bunch of. I want to start with some of the Xbox news because there's there's yeah. there's Xbox news every week. Uh, the first bit of Xbox news is actually something that wasn't um, uh, wasn't unexpected. <clears throat> That's that Microsoft is not going to have a show floor spot at E3 2023. Again, I think um, the last time they had one was twenty yeah twenty seventeen was the last time they actually had a space inside the convention center <clears throat> lacc the year after that they had the i think they had mixer um oh, yeah <laughs> yeah oh. so uh, and so they yeah. had a mixer booth in 2018 2019 they just weren't there at all uh so yeah that was um it's not uncommon this this will be going on i hate to say going on six years that xbox hasn't been at e3 proper because of the last four years but it really is sort of the yeah. um they haven't been there. I, be it, I was surprised at PAX West that they didn't even have a presence since it's literally like in their backyard. And they've always they been like, since day one, they've always been a major presence at PAX because have of they? Okay. the proximity of PAX. Like, you know, mm. it's, it's, but so, yeah, that's, I'll be interested to see if they show up this year. Yeah, it's, it's it's really weird, and we we just got done talking about PAX East and how parties are starting to trickle in even more, and things are starting to stack up. I have talked to a couple of promoters who uh, at PAX East who said, "Oh crap, um, didn't realize a PAX snuck up that quickly on them because this is like you know mid March, and uh, B didn't realize how fast 
the convention was, you know, PAX was going to sell out. Saturday sold out. Friday is almost sold out. Four day tickets almost sold out. What that kind of gets me start thinking is um, last year people were hesitant to con- kind of get back into yeah, first year back. First year back. Totally understand. We had a great time last year. This year, uh, it's coming back. It seems to be coming back with a, with force in some respects. Now, is it gonna? We don't know how how it'll be relative uh, to the past few, you know, the the prior to the pandemic. But PAX East seems to be coming back in force. Gamescom did really well in August. Yeah. Tokyo is a game show is expecting an even bigger, and yeah. um, a bigger showcase this year. And it's interesting uh, that. Uh, Gamescom this year is expecting to have an even bigger presence. Yeah. So, yeah, it's again, you get back to Microsoft having a show floor, not a big deal because they'll still be there. They're going to be quite literally <clears throat> next door to E3. Um, the LA, they're in that whole plaza. So, you walk out of the LA Convention Center and you walk into the Xbox area. Yeah. Um, if they have a, a, a presence and actual floor space over there now they haven't quite said it they said they're going to bring their annual showcase back uh but don't know if that means it's going to be in i'm assuming it's going to be in person but i don't know if that means they're going to have actually have on-site stuff or not they haven't quite clarified that yet i i think they probably will have some on-site stuff but um it is exciting there you know we saw uh we talked a little bit about the. Did we talk about the Starfield delay last week? I have no idea if we talked about the Starfield delay. Last week. Did we? Or did we, we just talk have. about the Discord? What, no, wasn't that like the title of the episode? Was like <laughs> Starfield related? I thought. Oh yeah, it, it was. Yes, you're right. Thank you. See, shows you how well we know. No, I wasn't so, even on the show, and I. <laughs> well, that's why you, you paid so much listened. attention to the title. Yeah. Yeah, so we were able to get through a show in under an hour. It was fantastic. <laughs> Neither you nor no. Uh, you guys are uh, fucked today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm no, it, um, uh, you know they're they are, they do have lots of stuff to showcase. Obviously, we said Starfield is going to be a big chunk of the show, but they have all their their first party stuff and their their partner stuff. So I'm assuming that they're going to be showcasing something somewhere. But again, not a big huge deal for them to not be on the show floor. It's still weird to that we don't know what's going to be at E3. Yeah. Um, Especially but, since they're selling tickets to so many people. It's did like, the tickets already go on sale? I mean, they're about to. They're about to. Because, yeah. like, you, you, the tickets usually go on sale shortly after, not like a couple, like a month, less than a month after the press stuff goes live. Yeah. So, yeah. The press stuff went live in like December last year. Yeah. Um, so, but I do think, uh, I, I, you know, I feel it's still a little early on some of that st- to announce like different showcases and all that kind of stuff. We won't get those until usually till late April, early May is when that stuff kind of pours in. Um, but uh, yeah, they're going to, the E3 folks are going to have to make an actual statement pretty soon on who yeah. is actually going to be there yeah. to get people hyped up. And I think that'll happen when they start selling tickets. Like you're not going to start yeah. selling tickets and not talk about who's going to be there. But like PAX gets you know. away with it because the concept of PAX is that's just one like part of the because the experience has always been sort of built around the um community aspect hanging out with people and doing stuff and then like also check out the thing like that's not the e3 experience the e3 experience is explicitly to check things out so they did uh, showcase the e3 show floor plan over the last week and it's kind of interesting because one of the halls is strictly for business. 
the other hall is for, for the pleasure. public. For yeah. pleasure. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was well done. Which, you know, I think that's actually the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, because then you can have it's the public side, the public room is going to be more like yeah. a pack style, I believe. Yeah. Uh, whereas the other one will be. I bet, and, and I bet you that, um, like, our little fucking rig, we don't get to go to the business side. They're just still going to have their. Uh, little like here just it we, we've built this little makeshift room for you to try out our game uh yeah and <laughs> that's what they have, yeah. yeah then that's what they typically have at e3 yeah. in the past was yeah. they'll have the big giant booths because they have the two halls they used to have three halls uh the, the two halls um with big giant booths in both uh that dwarf what you see at pax um this is where you have like they for the one year that uh the last time sony was there when they showed spider-man was that what 2018 the <laughs> last time sony was there sony was there they had uh um uh, they basically rebuilt new york city inside the la convention i mean they so, pr- they yeah. brought they brought that spider-man to pax west oh yeah they there you go yep. Had the, yep. they had that big with like mailbox with mail exactly and, um and, like, and so yeah, newspaper boxes and so you may ha- yeah i'm curious to see how that happens but then they also have like actual meeting rooms there's a couple floors there's one floor of you know that's typically where the cd project red stuff is that was always yeah. upstairs yeah. Uh, away from the away from the normies the poors <laughs> as we as, as uh, mjf says and then downstairs there's also there's like a whole section that's just meeting rooms. And these yeah. are um, four walls that they erect with a door and a ceiling. And it's very dark in these, like the rooms are, I kid you not, they're no bigger than your living room. That's It's just a tiny little walled off section, maybe like 20 by 20 at most. Very hot in there, very sleepy. I think I've been <laughs> in plenty of those where people were just out cold, The you know, long night of partying, whatever, and they're out cold. But um, yeah, I, I do miss. Uh, they haven't been doing them lately, but like I do miss at PAX the offsite uh, meetings that they would do. They'd always find like the hotels or the like. We got re- we got like that the... requested this year. There's yeah. a couple of requests, but they're at the yeah. West End, yeah. which is basically yeah. come come see us. Yeah, come see us in it's the attached. lobby. <laughs> yeah, it's attached to the. But like yeah. uh, there was like yeah. yeah, that's where I met Swery was like at a stinking uh uh like off to the side like it's, it's in an alleyway it's like a meeting room that you can go to it's, it's uh, like dude it's that wasn't sweary <laughs> and you got mugged no <laughs> it was a nice room and they, they also had uh uh they also had to Jim and earl there so it was fine okay <laughs> um but uh, yeah so that's uh that's xbox at e3 again <clears throat> don't panic that's not going to be a, a big e3 thing yeah uh but i will <clears throat> say the um the xbox and bethesda or sorry the xbox and activision saga and sony saga continues there have been it's, <clears throat> this me it's so it's genuinely been, funny i enjoy it continually every yeah exactly <laughs> so uh a couple things that microsoft did this week was they've announced um here i'm gonna i'm gonna share this this tab as well uh so microsoft has announced like all these 10-year streaming plans with so like hey listen with these weird never heard of before yeah. like... so you the, here's one that they announced with uh, a japanese company ubitus they're the ones by the way that stream all the cloud games for switch switch so they yeah. handle the back end stuff uh for the switch guys that's not, that's not so great um just give you a heads up don't bother <laughs> trying it but 
you know, the, I guess they're a little more prevalent on PC stuff. Anyways, there's they're they're signing deals with all these uh, cloud streaming companies and uh, that they want to say, hey, check it out. We're we're reaching out to people. We're very open. It's such a such a typical corporate play. Yeah, just it's being so little funny. shits. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. It totally is. Uh, so that was a part of it. Another part was that um, you know the FTC is now they're seeking further details about those agreements that Microsoft made with Nintendo, Nvidia, other companies, uh, and really trying to find out like what's the what do you exactly mean? You know, what do you exactly mean behind these? Uh, uh, these agreements it's, you made, the yeah. uh, communications with third parties. Yeah. Interesting stuff. The Nintendo, just... the Nintendo stuff has been really fun because they've been so like adamant about like the wording and how they're doing it. It's like, yeah. no, we, our goal is to ma match parody day and day with like, I, that doesn't mean anything to anyone. Like it's just. Yeah. yeah. Gamers know what that means. Yeah. But old people at the FTC yeah. don't know what that means. <laughs> they One thing that was interesting is the FTC requested all information about Zenimax's exclusivity to the tech giant uh, since it was acquired. Mostly because we know some games, like Starfield was multi-plat, was planned on being PlayStation and Xbox, and that PlayStation stuff was squashed. And so um, <clears throat> they're trying to ask about the exclusivity with that. Uh, however, knowing, you know, in Starfield's case, there was never any real deal set forth with Sony on, yeah. you know, on, on that kind it's of not, stuff. It's so not, the it's not like death loop where there was like, exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, or stuff like Wolfenstein, that kind Wolfenstein, of thing. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, that's, um, man, I think the final decision from the UK side or the EU side is like April sometime in like mid April or mid to late April. So that will essentially tell like this ordeal will, supposedly end by the end of next month so um. <laughs> I, and i love it every time sony brings up something mm -hmm. because like you, you as an out as looking and you realize that they're, they're not being they're not doing any of it in earnest they're just saying yeah they're just saying any thought that comes to their brain because yep. they know full well the ftc people have no idea what the fuck's going on so, <laughs> it's just well, counting on it yeah, counting. On it's, I don't. Exactly. They're they're hedging a lot of bets. I don't know. I feel yeah. like all it's going to take is like one person to know what the hell's going on and be like, and he's just going to tell everybody like, this this is ain't, you, this isn't good. Yeah. I like the they idea. Think, they like, think we're dumb, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, Microsoft is going to release a gimped version of the game, a buggy Spot. mess of a game on it's our true. platform. Like, so as if, crazy, man! <laughs> it's so bonkers to think that Microsoft is going to spend significant billions of dollars so that they can ruin the reputation of their ip on our yeah. platform it's uh, i mean like i guess man that is a <laughs> as a thing you could think of uh, it's it's the most bizarre thing it really is it really is um in a bit of good news non-microsoft related news oh thank god happy happy birthday uh to the Steam Deck. Sorry, Zach, not you, the Steam Deck. Although it is so right same, around the same, same day. Same say, day. Didn't, the, didn't the Steam Deck launch in February, though? <laughs> it got delayed. It got delayed. Uh, what? Something got delayed? No, um, the Steam Deck for the first birthday is got a, what, 10% off sale, which is... 10%, nice. yeah. Yeah, 40 bucks for the cheaper model, more for, for the higher up ones. I got the February cheapest model. 25th. Yeah. So... Um, 
I got the 64 gig model, which is showing right there, uh, which is totally fine with me because I just popped in a uh, an expensive ass uh, fast little car, uh, SD card. Anyways, yeah. So uh, Steam Deck, it, it's cool. It's been one year. Um, I think Valve came out and said, "Yeah, don't expect." Uh, first of all, making it yeah, they, they squashed those fears. Yeah. They were like, "It ain't coming." And then it they also coming. had an there were there was also another interview um, from one of the lead engineers, which is like. Uh, OLED sounds neat, uh, but <laughs> we have no idea how it would work because we're not trying to. Um, and so that's probably not coming soon either. So, I, you know, in, in this case, I do. Uh, and it's we've already seen that Valve has already iterated on this. Like my original device is different than Taylor's device because they upgraded right. parts. And it, the, Valve has been really good at put, putting new parts out there and, and upgrading things as they go along. Um, and I'm curious, you know, they're going to keep doing it. I think the steam deck for the next, at least two, in my opinion, the next couple of years is probably just going to be the iterations of this hardware, cleaning things up, making the, making, getting a better, better battery in there and not doing anything too drastic. But then, you know, then I think maybe late 2025, somewhere on there, you might start to hear rumblings of the actual, of an actual. Yeah. I mean, AMD just launched their new, um, their new AM socket um, yeah. for their, for their, obviously for their main boards um, for desktops, PCs and stuff like that. So what you're going to start to see is over the course of the next two years to see what, what they can do. Like they, they haven't released a mainstay APU in that generation yet, unless somebody wants to correct me on that. Um, and so we're, what we're going to do is we're going to see Zen four APUs hit mass market become available, become cheaper, because obviously Valve has a price point to set. It's not just an, it's just not that one of the new APUs is available. It also has to hit a price point that they can sell one of these devices at. So um, yeah, we're, we're, it's a few years away. At least. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and I think that's fine from, you know, it gives us time to, I'm, I'm actually surprised that they um, announced a price, like a, like a birthday discount, which, is bizarre on hardware that's still yeah. really popular. Uh, you know, that's it's it's I, cool. you know, but I think I think probably what happened um is that they're looking at numbers, watching how many games people that have a Steam Deck buy uh, during an average Steam sale are like mm -hmm. okay, how many more do we think we can sell if we give a 10% off? that many more okay yeah, yeah. we're gonna run that yeah uh, we sure. want more people to have a steam deck because we want more people to be buying as many games as the people that have steam decks yeah. buy yeah and in a lot of like for me the 10 percent discount is just minus tax <laughs> so, yeah there you go yeah <laughs> sorry about that <sighs> um so yeah that's uh Good, good on the good on the Steam Deck. It, it, it's wild to think that it's already been a year that that sucker's been out. Um, and you know we've been having uh, all kinds of rumors of of updates. Like there's a PS5 Pro coming later this year. We've heard Xbox iterations, and we you know there's supposedly a new Switch in the works at some point. We don't know any of that stuff. Um, it's just all conjecture on our point or our, on our side at this point. But uh, it's uh, it's you know, it's been a year. It's wild. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a year already. I, I can't believe it, man. Yeah, actually. Uh, excellent. Excellent. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on to, um, I don't, is there any other news out there? I can't think of anything at the, at the moment. 
Can you guys think of anything? No, absolutely. Got nothing. Nothing. All right. Nothing worth. Nothing worth caring about. Nothing worth. <clears throat> nothing worth caring about. Well, we can talk about some of the stuff we've been playing, which I think is always a always a good thing. Let's start with you, Zach, since you're the birthday boy. The birthday boy. The birthday boy. Tell us what you've been playing, my dude. Uh, hold on. Let me check. <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, okay, totally. Something. Totes fine. See if I can even. There's a game I've been playing for a review. I don't know if I can talk about it though. Hold off then, if uh, yeah. Uh, but there is one that I did play for review that's actually pretty good. So I'll talk about. Yeah, I'm under embargo until the, the 23rd. Um, but okay. okay. Yeah. So the other one I've been playing that isn't embargoed is the interactive visual novel uh, Ken Follett's The Pillars of the Earth. Um, Ooh. It's a. It's. I don't even know how to like talk about it because it's not really a it's it's a kind of an adventure game but not really it's more so a visual novel but the interesting parts of it is it's it's an adaptation of a very beloved best-selling historical fiction novel by Ken Follett who's apparently a very popular uh author I just mm -hmm. hadn't heard of before this but yeah what's cool about it is it is just about one area. It's about a town creating, uh, trying to like raise funds and and uh, create a cathedral to kind of protect the town and you know for them to have funds coming into the town into the city and to kind of just protect the people uh, there. It's like right after the there's like a Gothic rebellion that happens, like a Gaelic rebellion that happened in the twelfth twelfth century and it's kind of like in the the in the downfall of all this like hectic stuff this city's like hey we need to like do something um and you play it takes place over 30 years so it's like a long spanning kind of just epic he plays three different characters you play as a monk who runs the cathedral you play as a stonemason and you play as one of the other characters kids i don't want to say who it is but yeah it's just it's a, just a really well written story it's all hand drawn all voice acted uh there's differences supposedly in the story that you can make that doesn't happen in the books because the books you know are like set stories and this is like you can change what you get like who gets what what items go here so you might change the trajectory of the story in some cases which is pretty uh cool but yeah it's i don't know it's just kind of a weird thing for a company to do i don't know why why they'd say hey like, let's like adapt a book into a game <laughs> uh but they did and it's really good like it's perfect for the switch which is what i was playing the thing on it runs well. It's just great to like sit down, kind of just yeah, the, enjoy this, it as a book. Yeah, this this game came out in like twenty seventeen <laughs> on like yeah. PC or something. So yeah, it, it's funny that like yeah, Switch of course <laughs> makes it's also it's also ninety percent off right now. Oh wow, on Steam. So it's like two bucks if you want to play it. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I was excited to get a key for it because it's always been on my radar. I just never yeah. bought it. Uh, 
But yeah, it's definitely in my wheelhouse more so recently because the games I've been enjoying have been intimate. Basically, is like where my brain's been for like types of like story games or just stories that, that I want right now. And this just kind of like slots into that. So I was very like, okay, this is a this is cool. And it's also I think is loosely based in history, like in actual church priory and all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's. I just want to know the story of like how it came to be. It's just so it's just so weird. Interactive fiction, you know, it's interactive fiction, interactive novelizations have come such a long way over the last several years, especially last like five years really since this game was mm. released. So it's, it's just really cool to see them uh you know adapt these things. And it's <clears throat> I feel like it's a, a neat way to get these classic story because i'm going to talk about a game a, a game that i've been playing very similar same developer or producer uh that an neat way to kind of tell these stories to whole new generations and make them interactive so yeah yeah, yeah. and it's funny well, because it's not like they've done anything else like this is like ken follett related this is just like let's just adapt this one particular ken yeah. follett uh series for yeah game. like let's do this let's let, let's do it's 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 a series but the game covers the first book so you basically yeah. and it i'm pretty sure they changed the the way the story is told in the game so they can do it in three parts like each part is from a different character's POV. So there's like book one in the book is from one character in the game is one character, book two, book three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I just want to know like, how did this happen? Did Kid and Follett like hit them up? Like, hey, you guys want to make a game? <laughs> Was it also Daedalic? They don't really make many good games per se. <laughs> like, I was looking at their track. I was looking at their track record. I was like, what, a, what have they made? I'm like, oh, there's just a bunch of just like, Meh games are just games that people don't really talk about. But it's then like they, this. they do like the uh Deponia or whatever that franchise, yeah. And they do the Gollum <laughs> game that's coming out. Uh, oh, so it's uh, like, yeah. <laughs> which we can see at PAX East. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so how did this happen? Like, how did this like pretty interesting piece of like kind of art, like because like there's a lot of like passion that went into making those cutscenes. like you can tell that somebody knocked it out of the park with those with those hand hand drawn scenes everything the voice acting ken follett's a character in it like he voices a character in it uh it's like some <laughs> amount of love went into it so <laughs> the whole the whole reason this studio exists was for this moment <laughs> <laughs> It feels feels like it feels like yeah is some guy's like dream is like, I've been dreaming about making this game for a decade or whatever. The biggest Ken Follett nut out there. Yeah. What game what else are you playing? Um that's on, the other one is just review games I can't talk sure. about, but I, I really the one I'm currently playing I really do like a lot. And okay. I I <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna Yeah, but besides cool. that, just the usual Nothing crazy. Uh, been chilling. Nice. So. Well, I'm going to hop in next because I have also been playing an interactive novel. I got a couple of review things I've been playing. One is an interactive novel, uh, <clears throat> Painting Werther, um, which is uh, so this is 
I, uh, I believe butterscotch. Was, yeah. Also, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought of. <laughs> it may also be uh, by the same uh, or similar folks. Uh, did, did Alec? I can't. I have to check the the totes, but uh, the notes. But uh, so this is based. I have notes here. Speaking of which, um, it's based on. I don't know if, if you guys know about Goethe. He was a like a philosopher writer back in the 1700s, 18th yeah. century. Um, we didn't. Uh, we didn't really overlap much. Yeah, he, he didn't hang out in the same spots. Um, yeah. The uh, so the book he wrote is uh, uh, "Sorrows of Young Werther," um, and uh, it's essentially like a series of letters, like people writing letters back and forth. In these, in, in novelizations, became um, sort of popular. On that, I mean, Frankenstein, much other stuff. <clears throat> and so this story, this interactive novel, is told much in that way, essentially. Um, you're getting told the story, this story, this, uh, sorrows of young Werther, um, but it's done so, uh, through these great big works of art from roughly around the same time period, everybody from Van Gogh to, uh, you know, there's obviously you saw some of the, the, the marble stonework and granite stonework that was done there, but there's, um, it's an interest. It's more of like, it's like part hidden picture. As you can kind of see there, part interactive novel, part dude falling back, and you can see his junk, which is always a great thing. Um, but what I really liked about it was the the way what what they're doing with this artwork, and you can kind of I'm gonna stop it right here. Oop, I did not stop it. Ha. So <clears throat> the story is about this guy Werther, who um, this this young guy who has issues in the town that he's in. He ends up moving to this other town. Uh, the first, the first place he had issues because of love, whatever. Second, so he goes to this other town and meets this girl, starts to strike up a relationship with her. She's engaged, strikes up a, you know, a friendship with her fiance. <clears throat> There's sort of this love triangle and the story's told in the actual novelization, the book, it's told, uh, as he's writing letters to his friend. Um, and so <clears throat> the letters back and forth and, and his communication um but the visuals are told through artwork and i think what makes it really interesting is that you know there's a scene for instance where he's talking about himself here are my inner feelings uh here's kind of the the, the torment that i'm going through uh and in that point you're actually sketching you know with the i use a mouse they don't have a touch screen yet which is really weird but you use the mouse uh and you're sketching out the the line drawing for the for Werther, and then you put like a rough coat of ink on there, and then you kind of finish the painting. And there's it's kind of a cool procedural thing for some of these. Then you'll you'll go through points where you're actually pulling stuff away. You, you saw that note there, which was kind of cool. Which is let's see, the note was without you, I have nothing. And you're kind of chipping away. Oh, you chipped away at the blackness, and and here's the you know the darkness. Here's the guy standing there but then it starts to fall apart you're still kind of chipping things away and he's looking down it's it's just a cool way to bring in art and kind of tell this story um and and part of the story you know what they did with the art is you're sort of unraveling this mystery of why he left and the sort of the, the problems that are happening with his new love interest but uh yeah i i really like sort of these subtle animations it, again it's this isn't a super long game you can knock it out in a couple um and uh i think it's just kind of a neat way to 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 tell tell these types of 
types of uh, re going to these types of books and stories and novelizations again it kind of opens it up to a whole new different type of audience i've never read this book i probably would have never picked it up but because it's being told this way, i was into it i think they were they said they were they've been working on this game for like five six years you know so um now they've got it out and there are actually some really cool scenes uh i'm gonna do it right here and you kind of see it right there, this part right here so you're actually painting and revealing this woodland scene and it goes through like different types of art styles different artists as it opens up and it feels like that um that van gogh experience that's been really cool that a lot of people have gone to i went to that thing it was really neat so <clears throat> it definitely has that sort of high uh interactive art feel to it which i i really loved i mean it's it's worth it to sort of play this game get the story go all the way through and then go back and, and just kind of re-experience it all over again so i'm i'm digging it it's, i don't know if it'll uh you know it, it's not really gonna hold my time after i go through the first time and maybe kind of pop back in a little bit to kind of re-see scenes but then i might actually be passing this on to my daughter to have her check it out and read this read this interactive book and my wife might want to check it out later on and my friends might want to you know friends and family be like hey you should if you ever want to read this book and you don't want to sit down and read it maybe you can do the interactive version of it so no i i, I like that the audio is really cool uh I, I i've been playing it on the pc because it doesn't doesn't work on the steam deck <clears throat> but i had the headphones plugged in and it's great with the headphones it's kind of designed for keeping you know uh, not using your laptops or your televisions uh uh speakers you should and not even that like surrounds you put headphones on and really get that get that experience but uh, yeah no it's it's cool um it's uh the the art goes well with the points of the story but it's not necessarily the driving factor i guess of the story but yeah it's just kind of neat to to go through all that stuff and again zach it's something that i didn't really I wasn't sure how I was going to uh, get into it or if I was going to be into it because I there was no artist named Werther, but I think this is a good way to um, uh, experience this book. So, yeah, I got a new appreciation for Gerda. Um, the other thing I want to talk about <clears throat> is uh, I got a demo. I'm going to be seeing a game at PAX East next week so called Strayed Lights, and... Uh, yeah. They sent me a, a one-hour <clears throat> time demo um, that's different than the demo I'll be seeing last week. So I said, hey, check out this demo. Uh, it will, you know, get kind of get accustomed to what this game's about. And then when you come next week, we'll give you a whole new demo of what, uh, you know, what you can, you know, how to play the game. So, um, and see all kinds of new things. Strayed Lights is really interesting. It reminds me of, um, I'm going to hit the play button here, share the screen. Sort of reminds me of Kina, um, was it Bridge of Spirits, whatever that was. <clears throat> um, very, similar, yeah, very similar feel. Austin Winery is, you know, doing the music in this. Very similar sort of ethereal feel. Uh, and uh, it's Embers. Hey, great. Um, it's, uh, I, I really sort of enjoy it. It starts off the demo that they had me play, and I didn't have, I mean, it, it's a one-hour demo, and then you're done. Sorry, it's timed. Um, you can see visually, it definitely starts to look like uh, look like uh, Keenan a little bit, but it um, uh, it's it starts off almost like that uh, Legend of Zelda uh, 
Link to the Past where it's a rainy night, right? So you start off as this little fireball uh, character and you're climbing up and you're got it's raining and it's cloudy. And as you kind of make your way through, there's lightning strikes, there's um, uh, there's like fog, there's all kind. You're starting to fall down. It's, Ew, it's Dark Souls. No, it's Dark Souls. So this is, <laughs> by the way, this is the same team that made Kina uh, Ember. So um, that's why it reminds me so much of it. I'm, I was looking it up as I was checking this out. Um, but, and I love Kina Bridge of Spirits. This game has a lot of that feel because there's uh, not necessarily combo-based stuff in the hour that I played, but you can kind of see some of the lock. It definitely has sort of a refined uh, cross between... Um, well, uh, dark, uh, what's that? Uh, souls. Not souls, that's Zelda <laughs> style game. That's Zelda style game. Dark, 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 dark not dark stalkers, whatever. <clears throat> Very cool Zelda. Dark siders? Dark siders. Thank you. Uh, no, it has like a cool Zelda feel to it, but then at the same time, like you're, you're sort of capturing these abilities. Your character's changing. The appearance has a little bit of, uh, Mega Man-ish. Um, and again, I've only played the one-hour demo, uh, but dude, I'm. Really, no, no, I'm I really want you to go it. back to the Mega Man ish. You need yeah, to wait, where's the fun so Mega the Man? The reason I'm saying Mega Man ish is again, <laughs> you're defeating like the way. It okay, feels, okay, like you're, you're defeating characters, and you can you know you you absorb sort their of, power set, sort of like yeah. like Dark Souls. Like, like that's what you do in Dark Souls. Souls. <laughs> again, I'm, it's a one-hour demo. Is all I've had time. It, it's it's a time demo, so I'm really looking forward to spending more time with it out back east. But yeah, dude, it's uh, I like Kina, and this seems like it's definitely more refined, and like they've learned a lot of stuff from what they did with that that original game, and. Looks um, cool. Visually looks cool. So yeah, that's it. Just a real, just looking at a demo. That's it. Um, uh, I'll have more to say next week after I after I play more. Uh, of it. I like the art design. I will yeah. say I like the the dark like features and using like yeah. negative space with the light to like accentuate stuff. It's Tron it has legacy a, ass, uh, Tron Legacy uh, meets Kingdom Hearts. Uh, meets, Kingdom yeah. Hearts Two, the Kingdom Tron stage. Is, yeah. yeah, Tron is in Kingdom Hearts, so it all makes sense. There you go, perfect. So yeah, that's what I'm playing. Um, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. I'm gonna stop sharing. Who wants? You know what? JJ's got a bunch of stuff. I got Maybe. two things. Let's go to Taylor. Let's, <laughs> let's go to Taylor. <laughs> Thing. I wish his mic mic work. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot I'm muted because I was eating something. Be. I would. I had a real banger that I belted out. I just want you guys to know so you couldn't hear repeat it. Though. Just repeat pitch. it because we didn't hear no, it. No, it was, it was in the moment. Yeah. It's too late now. A pitch anyway. perfect impersonation of uh, Journey uh, singing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I did an impersonation of Germa. It was great. Germa. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, let's see. What did I play this week? Um, I played Returnal. Yeah, I beat. Nice. I, beat yeah. I beat Returnal. Ooh, you're, um, the the finally, you're the one who beat it. One of the it's few slash, people. One of the few. Well, yeah. Slash. I rolled the credits on Returnal. Um, yeah. Technically, technically, there's another step you can go. Um, which I watched the YouTube video for because I like I had seen what I needed to see and I didn't need to beat the game again to see the other part that I needed to see in my at least for for me personally um I was good I had done it 
Uh, I'm good. <laughs> but it's hard. I will. I mean, it yeah. is a hard game. Yeah. Um, but but the other thing is what's weird is that um, knowing what I know about it, it there is there is an ending in the sense that something happens when you finish mm-hmm. it for the third time. You know, it's it. Not that I want to attribute it solely to Yoko Taro, but you know, you beat <laughs> Returnal. And it's like, yeah, I lived my life. And then you get whipped back and you're like, oh, I didn't escape the cycle. It like, that's the kind of game it is. And then you have to beat it again uh, to see the quote unquote real ending, which is also not a real ending uh, because there's still more secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, It's super super ghosts and goblins. (laughs) I I mean, kind of, but like the thing about it is that you beat it again and it illuminates more of the secrets but it's like okay yeah but you're still just like stuck and I don't, I don't know it's just it's very strange i mean yes most of like the narrative driven roguelites are all like this where you never escape because yeah. then you wouldn't play the game ever again right um but this one feels different in mm. that i don't it, it, it it's especially immobile it's just i i just more so than in other games i don't move forwards which is really weird because there's also a very strong juxtaposition between that and as you clear the game one two and three times it visibly changes so like you Hmm. yes there is a clear sense that something has happened um but i don't feel like me playing the game has done anything as weird as that Mm -hmm. sounds Mm -hmm. um uh so that's not my favorite feeling uh but it's a good game and it's very it's 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 tough sure um, you, you kind good. of almost wish that they didn't go full narrative on it and just made it kind of a weird sci-fi uh open-ended thing but uh, yeah, yeah i mean they're like i said i mean i don't yeah. know i don't know how to fucking make games so like <laughs> yeah. um, there's like eight there's 800 million ways that it could have gone yeah. um i'm also like i'm a sap that likes to see shit like open and then closed yeah um and so like when things don't close um my monkey brain can't figure it out and i don't like that and so you know i'm always gonna complain um but let's see other than that um i'm gonna say about returnal i feel like the game as it goes on like i get like you kind of get the message that's trying to say the first ending that you get like yeah um, but having you do it multiple times to say the same thing and not really there, you don't really learn a lot more. You, but you, you do the second time. Have, you yeah, do the true. second time. You learn a lot more the second time. The third time is where it doesn't really add a whole lot. It, yeah. Mm. They, I just feel like they could have done it better. Like instead of having you do two right. more loops, just like one more level or like one more boss or something. Yeah. Kinda, I think that's the biggest thing for me is that. Well. Is that like as much as I praise like the what Nero Tom Nero Tom and this is the reason why it's weird to me is that like I praise Nero Tomata and the way that it did it. Um, I don't know. It, it just it felt more natural the way that that game the way that Nero Tomata worked and having to go through it again was more deeply in, ingrained in the essence of like the being of that thing than it was in Returnal. Um, and yeah. well, that's I guess Nier, that's you, what the difference w- was to me. And Nier, you plays different characters to 
illuminate the central cause. True. In Returnal, you play as the same character, and it's like you're saying, you 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 feel like you're stuck. Near yeah. by jumping po by by jumping povs, and then in the middle of the third po pov, completely changing it. You know that's what makes it. Yeah. Special, that's a good point. You know. So maybe and may, who knows? Maybe that's what it is. You know, I'm I'm watching the same character go through self-realizations over the course yeah. of these kind of three separate time instances and it it, it felt it was a little clunky but you know it, it but it was it was still good i enjoyed it um, I, think, I think i think roguelites kind of lose something when they go triple a as well like uh that's yeah i, it, I, I mean, don't know, you know i can't I, put my finger on it but just like it does play very similar to a lot of the other things but making it so grandiose somehow I don't know. I don't know what the right way to describe What's it is, weird to me feeling. is Hades does a narrative yeah. roguelike game better yeah. because oh, it has a final ending. Like you that, beat that, it. And I can, you're, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, it, like, and Hades <laughs> is what's in the back of my mind when I'm talking about this is that like Hades has a period where you finish it. Like you i mean it takes in my opinion longer like it took me it uh, takes me longer to get to what the true hades ending was than in what returnals was um mm. but the incremental progress is better paced um as far as what i learn and what i figure out um i mean i like also the, the characters the characters helped in- all a lot other yeah i mean the characters are always there they're like they're scattered throughout the levels like periodically the only thing in returnal is the house that you pass by um mm-hmm. uh, you know in every run it's just kind of like oh yeah look the house is still there and then you just move look, on there's my house <laughs> that's, um, that's it but yeah i mean hades you beat the game like my point was is that with hades you eventually you clear the whole thing and then it's like, oh, I'm still stuck in hell. And you like keep playing the game, right? Because it's roguelite. That's the whole point. Um, but it doesn't matter because like you did it. You you did the thing and you and there's closure and it feels good. Like I want that. I want that part of the thing where I feel good about the closure I get. And Returnal didn't deliver that to me. Returnal went art house with it. And that's okay. That's and it's okay. It's just it's just like like I said, my my monkey brain. I want that closure. Yeah, anyway, like, I'm moving I'm on. Brain. I'm done with 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 talking about that. Um, I played more Dead Cells because uh, I guess you know I'm stuck there in my brain. Uh, Dead Cells <laughs> is forever good. So I want good. I want to beat um I want to beat boss cells. I want to like I want to do it. I I still have only ever cleared one boss cell, um, and I want to do more. So I've been playing that. I played another like forty five minutes of Jet the Far Shore. Nothing really to add to it. Uh, I just like I need more time to play Jet because it's like sit down and play Jet for two hours. I'm like, dog, you don't know my schedule. I don't have it. I can't do it. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of it. Like I played a little, probably a little bit more Soul Hackers too. Okay. Which is, uh, which is still good. Um, but like, I there's two. I put in there's four days where I didn't play it, so it's like Soul Hackers two may never get booted up again. Who knows? It's hmm. impossible to say. Uh, but the theater rhythm, however, did get booted up, and that's like, as soon as I start missing, like more than two notes in a song. Now I know that it's I'm starting to fall asleep, and now I can go to bed. It's <laughs> hey, the best. 
hey, the DLC pack just dropped for the theater. I, I've see. already played it. Oh, oh so really? good. Mm-hmm. All this, the world ends with you and <clears throat> yeah, live alive. And yeah, let's go. But yeah. Um, theater rhythm is, is great. Um, still fun. And like I said, I love playing it in bed. And then it, it's also a great marker of when I know that it's time for me to give, <laughs> give it up and go to sleep. That's what I will play. Ooh. Okay. Um, well, there's, uh, uh, so <clears throat> I'm going to preface this a little bit by saying you guys have, uh, you guys know about that new, uh, uh, justice league game come coming out, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's already out and JJ has been playing it. Can what? you talk about this JJ? Yeah, Whoa. man. I've been playing, uh, justice league. cosmic chaos i think it's full title is um it is a children's game obviously it's by uh, you are a children and i am a and i i am children uh uh first first children jj (laughs) um this is a way better game than it has any like reason to be (laughs) i am I am so having, I am having an absolute fucking blast with this game. Wow. Um uh, and it's not because the gameplay is anything what you see is mostly what you get here. It is like an isometric uh brawler in like by way of it's almost like Diablo without the numbers. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> you just sort and of kids don't know numbers, which yeah, you just sort of them. point. Yeah, but except there is like mm-hmm. an XP system in okay. place. Whoa, and... hold on. Was that that was Batman wearing a swimsuit? That's yeah, oh awesome. it has the... wait, let's find that. I keep talking. The, the... Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um this is a game that I've it's I am stuck around sticking around with it because the writing in it is insanely good. Like it, it, it it's it's having fun with the universe in a way that like with like a jovial respect for it. Like at one point you have to go undercover and it goes into a stealth segment, mm-hmm. which is really weird yeah. to say. But like you it Batman has like costumes ready for everyone. And so when you come out, it's like Wonder Woman in her, like when she was like being the spokesperson for a taco joint in the comics, like deep cut bullshit. Um, and, and, and Batman is dresses up as matches Malone, which like, <laughs> um, like if you've never, if you've never, if you don't read the DC comics, like that is like a super obscure, like nineties DC comic thing where Batman had an underworld's alternate personality called matches Malone, which is the identity of a recently killed like mob guy. It's the insane thing. And it's just in here. Here's uh, this one. Uh, and Taylor. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guessed. Yeah, guess who didn't reply? Yeah, oh, right. Well, we have to talk about it here. This is just strictly a Zorro reference. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hello, they're they're yeah. showing that movie about a guy in a mask in a black hat who uses a sword. Listen, yeah, maybe there's, Batman a, there's multiple knows. options. <laughs> yeah, except, of teeth. <laughs> except except Batman's pet family was killed after a showing of Zorro. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, there you go. God, it's <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this game, like within the first five minutes has a joke that made me laugh, like audibly out loud. And it has Mixiel Pitalik, um, 
uh, it's a <laughs> don't laugh at that name. It's no, very serious. I gotta, I gotta show this. <laughs> this is really. I didn't. Re I'm like, this, there's no way this is in the game. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> oh my god. Mick Seal is making you go through some crazy shit to like get into the Hall of uh, Hall of Justice, which he's renamed the Hall of Doofuses, and to get your uh, badges. You have to go get your badges, uh, and this is what they come back as. And the bad so... barf man. <laughs> yeah, barf man, wonder worm. Um, yeah, it's it's super <laughs> funny, and it like it does deep cut stuff. Like mm. as a comic book fan, they're having some real fun with it. I'll get into some more of that stuff later. Um, but I forget where I was. Oh, Mixio Pitalik is um, uh, like asks them, "What's your favorite snack?" And everyone knows that this is just, he's going to turn us into our favorite snack. So everyone shuts up except Superman blurts out pretzels. So he turns <laughs> them all into pretzels. <laughs> and uh, they all like, it's like Ghostbusters where they turn to him and it's like, why did you think pretzels? And he's like, I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. Pretzels are my kryptonite. And then Batman snaps back like kryptonite is your kryptonite. And it made me... <laughs> It kills so stupid. me. It's so dumb, but it absolutely oh, killed God. me. It's this super... line is so good. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. He is. So, yeah, and, and and like Booster Gold is a dipshit in this. He just want. He just as he should be. All he's a guy from the future who wants to be a famous superhero. So here he is, and Superman does not give a shit about him at all, but absolutely loves Skeets, <laughs> his little robot companion. <laughs> um, What's up? And then there's this line, which is great. Politicians yeah. can't trust who'd have guessed. And that's a that is a reoccurring theme. This thing is constantly taking down politics. Uh because because okay, so the game starts Ooh. off with uh an obscure character, uh Snapper Carr, um <laughs> becoming a mayor of uh Happy Harbor, and he gets overthrown by Mixiel Pitalik and Starro. Uh, so now Mixio Pitalik is the um, mayor of Happy Harbor, causing terror mm -hmm. to like, but he's also turning everybody against the Justice League, which is really funny to keep playing it. And everyone just kind of getting irritated with the Justice League's bullshit as they're trying mm -hmm. to help. Like he sends them off into the sewers to like, all right, I'll tell you who your friend is, but you need to like clean up the sewers as part of my political campaign. And the act of them cleaning the sewers actually floods everyone's houses oh my everyone, God. so like everyone's just like it's like oh oh hey justice jerks or whatever like nobody wants anything to do with them anymore except for like some super fans and stuff and um the characterizations of the three because you only play as wonder woman superman and batman the other characters are are support characters um so you have support characters of cyborg um, Green Lantern, Green Lantern, who is voiced by uh, Kratos, by the way. Um, nice. Uh, uh, the Flash and Aquaman, and they're heroes that have been abducted by Starro, and you have to save them. And after you save them, uh, they become part of like a, a, an assist. You push uh, a button on your controller, and it calls in the assist to help you. Hmm. Um, and you can switch through the characters on a whim. Each one has their own 
uh, advantage and disadvantage. And you saw like it has that sort of games as a service skill tree thing. Like you go to the pause menu and you're like, you've got a cursor moving around. Mm -hmm. You're adding equipment and things. But because it's a kid's game, it's like zero. It's like that you don't have to. You're not being screwed on anything. Um, but um, so th cool. but you play as the main three characters of Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman, and they all like act like how you kind of like an amalgamation of these characters like um, Superman is like a Boy Scout who's like a goody goody who just kind of tells like lame jokes and it irritates Batman and Wonder Woman loves it kind of thing. Um, Wonder Woman doing her Wonder Woman thing talking about like, you know, uh, amazons and everything and like she mm -hmm. doesn't call she, and everyone calls each other appropriately like she doesn't call superman superman or clark she calls him cal which is what wonder woman would do and everyone calls mm. batman batman usually even though they all know he's bruce wayne um that's just because that's just and you can kind of switch on the on the fly between oh, the characters. absolutely it's just a button push and you're a new character nice. um and she and it, and it also like helps manage like um, health stuff too. So like if your health's getting low, switch to another one and they still stay in the fight, but you know, is this a, is there a co-op in this game? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, you're an adult. You, yes. some, some people do call you a, a man child is this, um, which is a good, a good, yeah. uh, a cross section. Do you think that this is good for <clears throat> kids? Yeah. Uh, a, a good thing that I didn't expect from this game is that it has four difficulty levels too. Oh, wow. It does have an easy, a medium, a hard, and an extra hard. Um, so uh, that that's really cool. And the combat right. is mostly just like simple. But it's like you know, may, may, mash this button, push this button for this special, push this button for this special, and and push this button to heal. And and that's basically your combat. Um, and it has an. Uh, and, and it's really easy for kids to understand. It always has a marker on the screen to lead mm. you. Um, it, it is an open world game. Uh, mm. So when you're on the overworld map, uh, you kind of get free roam. So you can, uh, you can, you can actually drive vehicles. You can like drive the Batmobile or whatever, cool. but also each three character has their own traversal method as Superman. You can fly as Batman. You can glide. And as wonder woman, you can use her, um, uh, uh, lasso of truth to like spider literally spider-man swing your way through the world through the world which is mm -hmm. kind of cool it like works really well it feels as good as swinging as spider-man in some instances nice. um and you can go anywhere on the map but they actually do a good job like when you enter an area it will give you like what area of the uh, map you're in and it will tell you what level you should be mm -hmm. so like and it's like oh I'm level ten and I am entering like the woodland area which is asking for like you to be like level like twenty five or whatever so it's like I should maybe like back away for a minute I'm clearly not supposed to be here yet and the, no story elements are happening over here there's stuff hidden everywhere you collect comic books to unlock costumes and the costumes are all like I just unlocked Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns costume oh, wow. from Batman like again this is a and it's all for the torn kids. up yeah again it's all yeah, torn up kids. and everything yeah. it's classic for the kids content yeah it's it, it's so weird because like it's clearly like the people that made this especially wrote this like really get comic books and really understand the overall yeah, yeah, history yeah. of every single one of these main characters that's cool um 
it's 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 a fascinating game. I think it's done by the it's 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 published by the same people that did that Peppa Pig game that I think you reviewed, Dally. Uh, uh, you'll hear about that. Yeah, uh, embargo lifts at uh, no, but like, but there was that time. other one. There was that previous oh, one. From, like, I didn't last review year. that one. I actually bought that one. Oh, that's right. You did just buy oh, that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, man. I don't. I, I it's ridiculous that this is going to be the best DC game of the year. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's genuinely an enjoyable experience. And especially if you just like comic book stuff, it's doing a lot of fun comic book stuff. The combat is mediocre and on its best day um but just the sort of, and every time like i boot up the game it's like there's something kind of new that happens like i said i just got a, mm-hmm. there's like a stealth segment and um and and like like a, a detective segment where i was like you know finding clues to figure out who tried to rob this movie producer uh so, so are you playing it despite the combat or is it slightly better than that um, it's slightly better than that, but the combat's okay. but the combat's still it, it's 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 a is it a slog? Like it, it you know, is kind of, it, yeah. it can be, it can be, especially when you're like matched levels with the area you're in. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're just constantly pushing the same button over and over again, and you just you're just in enemy closets all the time. Um yeah. but like it, it it's not broken, at least. Like the combat sure. at least works and uh, there there's there is like there actually is more to it than just brainlessness. Like there are like, oh, there are element stuff. Like I have attacks that do electricity damage that can break the shield of these guys in one hit. So, and and different like things you can attach to heroes that mm-hmm. change certain stats and stuff. Like there's a weird complexity level in there that you get to play with for, again, a children's game. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I genuinely recommend it if, if if you're a comic book fan overall. Like if 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 you have like a, a love and appreciation for the, I, I haven't played a DC game in maybe ever. Like even the Arkham games take everything a little too uh, seriously and doesn't really have fun. Yeah, it doesn't really have fun with the concept of being Batman too much. It's like most of the time it's you stuck in detective mode and punching dudes. Like this one actually sort of like and the char- like I said the characterizations are fun. Like Bruce Wayne is a rich douchebag and they constantly dig at him for that. Like I think I posted a picture where it's like, "Oh gee, the the yeah. bro- the brooding billionaire who likes to hang out on uh uh gargoyles all day doesn't like <laughs> hanging out in the suburbs go figure uh and, and and like batman doing his shitty batman stuff where he's got like hidden trackers on everyone and it's like wait tracking devices like when you're trying to find <laughs> aquaman and he's like yeah i put tracking devices on all of the justice league and wonder woman's like okay mm. we're gonna talk about this later <laughs> but we gotta, like and that's just like it, it it understands Batman at like a core level and has fun Sweet. with the idea of Batman. Yeah. Highly recommend it. I think this nice. is actually a really, really charming, fun game. Um, yeah. Wait, before we move on. Okay. Also, also, also I do want also, I do want to say that I'm playing it on the switch and it's better now, but initially the performance was not great. Oh really? Um, when I first booted it up, even the cutscenes were lagging. Mm. um but post launch now yeah post launch now <laughs> every everything seems to be working better it doesn't yeah. it looks like there's like a filter over the game that kind of gives it like a vaseline sheen to it like it's trying to hide very the, normal for the switch yeah, <laughs> yeah so say, that's just yeah. the switch special <laughs> just the switch special it's just you wouldn't expect it out of a game yep. so like lo-fi 
right, uh, but right. also fully voice acted. Ex- right. Expect expect more games that appear lo-fi to have that sheen. Yeah, yeah. As time <laughs> goes on, expect Breath of the Wild two to have that sheen. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and again, like I said, fully voice acted, and it's got some good. Like originally, Gilbert Gottfried was supposed to be Mixie Opitalik because he's that character in like Aww. the Lego stuff and, mm-hmm. and things. Did something but he happened to away. him. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, a big something. <laughs> yeah, so they replaced him with the uh, voice actor uh, for that that voices Master Shake and Aqua Teen. That's um, nice. That's and, and, do, and doing <laughs> and doing the exact same voice, like he only has the one voice, so it really is just Master Shake being Master Shake to the <laughs> Justice League, and it's great. That's brilliant. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Get some good messages here. All right, what else have you been playing? Another review game that I I won't go into too much detail because I'm still in the middle yeah, of playing yeah. it uh, is Meg's Monster. Okay. Um, I've heard this is good. It yeah, so far it wears its uh, admiration of Undertale on its sleeve. Oh really? Okay. Uh, like it starts off with you first as a, of its kind. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it starts Never off. Never believe with you. I see the see the day. <laughs> You are literally a little girl that falls into the underworld uh, and are and is discovered by a monster. Like you know, it, <laughs> so, um, go on. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like uh, under. What are you What are you playing this on? <laughs> uh, I am playing this on uh, PC. Okay. Um, it's uh, uh, it's. Hey, there's uh, also a monster with a jacket on, just like Undertale. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> So the the conceit of this game is um the 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 monster with the red mm-hmm. arm that you see here Roy is the character you're playing as. Mm-hmm. And uh, just pause it because it'll be easier to um explain it a little bit here uh, on this screen. Um that one right there, that's good enough. Um uh so the little girl uh, is trying to find her mom and uh, she just kind of clings to these monsters that sort of discover her and they want nothing to do with her but they also find out that when she starts crying uh, it brings forth the end of the world so oh. so she starts crying and like it starts to like sh- the earth starts to shake and whatever and it's like okay you got to stop her from crying um so as you can see on this screenshot, Roy has uh, basically infinite HP. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Roy will never get defeated in this game by normal gameplay. He is a very powerful, strong monster. Um, what you see next to it, the little face with the 29 and, and whatever, the mm-hmm. there's the other. That is uh, the main uh, Meg's um, happiness. Oh, okay. uh, so every time Roy gets hit, it makes her a little sad. Oh. Um, and if that reaches zero, it's it's game over because she starts crying and it brings forth the end of the world. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and in order to heal her, but it's not healing, you just have to make her happy instead of like hp and stuff you find toys which don't exist in the Mm. underworld because uh, they don't have that concept Mm -hmm. of toys so it's like you find like toys in the garbage or whatever and things like that like um and so you play you pick up like a toy rocket and start like and then it makes her happy like yay and 
It's like, it's cute. It's a cute HP thing. Except when you sit there and think about it too much, it's like, it's just an extra step. It's still HP and potions, but just mm -hmm. like flavored different. Um, but um, you're here for the story. Like, that's what this game is. It's a short game, uh, supposedly. I'm, <clears throat> I'm a few hours in. Uh, I'm... Yeah, I'm I'm excited to kind of see where that goes because every review says I was bawling by the end of the game. So um, I'm excited for that. I could use a good cry at a video game. Haven't had one in a while. So uh, uh, yeah. To be So is this yeah. what what are we looking at here? I have no idea. Haven't, oh, you don't haven't really, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but some some of these things, some of these <laughs> some of these battles. Yeah, yeah some of these. I mean, some of these battles have gimmicks to them when you fight another it, monster like one of the early battles is you um like fighting in a, a in a junkyard f over the rights of the guy's junkyard and like you you can either attack him or you can just like scavenge for trash and throw it at him mm. and that's just sort mm. of the the thing it's, it's a really goofy thing um and there's an interesting sort of like okay. there, there there's there's clearly like some behind the scenes like Oh, there's, you know, there's a reason why she can do this. You can see the scientist there. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so I, I so far, yeah, so curious. good. I will probably, I, I will, after PAX, I will have definitely a more fully fledged understanding of the game. So, and the story. So I'm excited. There's like, after thoughts. we're done, yeah. after we're, after we're done recording this, I'm going to hop in the bed, finish, finish my uh, Zach's birthday cake here and play some more. Mace in You're going to do it yeah. in bed, in bed, <laughs> eat cake in bed because I'm a rebel Dottie. Um, That's right. And uh, <laughs> Zach, we're going <laughs> to, I, I have Thanks to say well. Lisa, Lisa's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. After Boston, yeah. Which is because we're going to be at PAX is when you're going to be, we'll talk more about this game sort of about two weeks from now. Yeah. And I will say that um, I rolled credits on Dead Space. Remake, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. And you uh, you said that uh, I saw some of your stuff in the Discord. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you didn't want to give away anything, but uh, you yeah. like how the storyline. Yeah. The storyline, they didn't, the game is fundamentally, they didn't change anything significant other okay. than. Other than uh, fleshing out the characters much more, bringing Isaac up to a level that he was in gotcha. two and three as a character and sort of lightly filling in some of the story reasons okay. for what happens in two and three. Um, but like the core of the game has re remained relative. Like the stuff that has been added is so mm -hmm. minor. Um, like, I think a problem I have with a lot of remakes is that they polish them too much sometimes. Like <laughs> part of what part of what makes some old games like charming is some of the jank level. And when you polish out some of the weirdness that some of these older games have, you sort of lose sure. something in translation. Like I think like Resident Evil 2 and 3 are good games, but like the remakes are just kind of like too polished. It sort of removes what makes Resident Evil Resident Evil in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um uh, they didn't really they they refined the way some of the stuff works and how some of the the usefulness of some of the weapons and stuff and changed some of the weapons completely um but like the game overall like even while playing it you kind of remember uh like the layout's not exactly the same but it's familiar enough to where you never really feel lost 
and all the weird goofy shit's kind of still there. Like you're still constantly clicking in the joystick to know mm -hmm. where the hell you're going, where Isaac does his little like tracer off into the distance. And um, it still has really clunky zero gravity bullshit going on. Mm -hmm. Um, they didn't really fix that too much. It's like it feels bad to play that stuff, but it felt bad originally too. It's like there's only so much you can do. Um, everyone's favorite boss fight was the Leviathan fight. Um, okay. And they sort of they're like, well, everyone loved the Leviathan fight. So what mm -hmm. if we added a second Leviathan fight? Uh, oh, nice. So, <laughs> like, yeah, but uh yeah so, some of the stuff some of the story beats are a little different but they don't affect the overall um story and mm -hmm. um like taylor with returnal um after you beat the game you get unlock new game plus and you get like the true ending um by beating new game plus and finding all of the um spire collectibles hidden throughout the game which i'm like i am simply not going to do that um, uh, i will watch somebody else do that i will watch the uh hashed out uh dead space 2 teaser trailer basically uh yeah but no I, dead space is, is a fantastic remake uh i had zero faith in it uh when they first announced it because it's easy to have zero faith in like an ea project especially when it's them going back to an old franchise like you just expect them to like it's been a while here's a new one oops we mm. fucked it up yeah um, <laughs> it's been yeah it's just become such the expectation at this yeah point. so like this actually turned out really well it feels like dead space is back like they're committed to it uh because again they really want it it's hard to tell too because like I hope we don't have to like fuddle through Dead Space 2 and 3 remakes necessarily. And they just like, okay, now that we've brought Dead Space into a place, Dead Space into a more coherent thing with the remake of one, it, it connects the two and three much better now. Now that they know what the storyline is, they can fix it in post kind of thing. Uh, now it's time for Dead Space 4, which I know isn't going <laughs> to happen. I know that means we're, I mean, at this point, we're years and years away from an actual Dead Space sequel. And that kind of bums me out. But, I mean, I'm definitely going to play Dead Space mm -hmm. 2 remake. And I will be thrilled at a Dead Space 3 remake. Like, if they actually do something, like, make, yeah, remake it into a good game. Thank you. Goodbye. Or they yeah. could do what Capcom's been doing with Resident Evil. Be like, okay, we're remaking the old ones and we're also making new ones at the same yeah, time. I, I, <laughs> I, I truly hope that that's the plan. I don't have confidence in that with EA, but uh, that would be I nice. also don't have confidence in that. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I yeah. mean, you would, I you would think. Nice. Yeah. You would think with how it went that that's how it would go, but. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So yeah. I, if you liked Dead Space, it's definitely well worth playing the remake because it's like <clears throat> it, it, it brings Dead Space up to how you think Dead Space was in 2008 or whenever that came out. So, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the only, that's that's the only stuff I'm playing. Yep. Nice. Well, seems like it's a lot of stuff. Um, I'm, guys, I'm excited for next week yeah baby it's gonna be a blast we've got uh and it's funny because we um if my wife's not home yet my spouse okay <clears throat> my wife my my wife's birthday is on that saturday otherwise i would have stuck around saturday and probably sunday as well because i keep getting all these uh meeting requests and obviously i put some i you know i i, 
I've only scheduled a few because I want to leave space and time to go check out the rest of the show floor. But there's so many cool games and projects, yeah. and I'm going to run out of time seeing all yeah. this cool stuff. So I'm going to be relying it's, on y'all to... It's been very oh, weird God. because at first you were looking at the schedule and then you see everything. Yeah. And it's like, this will be easy. And then like every day there's like another announcement from another publisher. It's like, yeah. we're going to be at yeah. PAX East. It's like, you weren't on the map. What What do you mean Man. you're going to be at PAX East? <laughs> What's going on? It's like that um, Toxic Crusaders game. Oh, that yeah, yeah. And that's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so cool. No, it's it's going to be an exciting week next week. Yeah. We hope that you join us. I think we're going to do our podcast on uh, either Thursday night or uh, Friday. I don't know. We'll, one of those two. We'll figure It'll it be out. Thursday night from the hotel or Friday uh, early from, from the media room. From the media room, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. We'll do like a like a shorty podcast talking about some of the stuff that we've seen. And then I'm sure we'll go into more detail the week after that. But yeah, uh, our, yeah. Our, pan hey, our panel is on Thursday. Our panel will be live streamed on Thursday, Thursday. on the Twitch uh, one of the two Twitch uh, live streams. Yeah, they have pack. They have packs. two different packs things, but also during that weekend, they tend yes. to push the pack stuff to the front page. So you'll yep. probably see us. Unfortunately, you'll see us on the. <laughs> Who'd have thought we'll be on the front page of, of Twitch, baby? And for a good reason, not a bad <laughs> reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we hope. Fingers crossed. Which is funny because it's a reminder for you guys to send me your your games for the seven eight nine panel. Um, Oh no, that my, my I, you know what my games are. My slideshow is a secret, and I'm bringing it up on my own. So, oh, are you okay? Okay, okay. good, good. <clears throat> I may need to, I may need it ahead of time just so I can, uh, but I will plug it in without looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, um, uh, Taylor, JJ, Zach, thank you guys for joining us. Zach, happiest of birthdays. We hope you're you're recovering a little bit from all the awesome food that you were you were showing us earlier on how old are you now zach 17 18 18 17 18 19, he just turned he just turned 21 yeah are, so are we are we going to be allowed to order you a drink at pax okay <laughs> we should set up a patreon we should set up a patreon for people to just buy drinks buy buy drinks ahead of time yeah us. donate to our coffee that uh that i Dally, never set up that deli halfway set up and then never launched yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah happy birthday my dude hope it hope it's been a great day and uh, a great year ahead and thank you to everybody for watching listening messaging us thank you to the people in the discord please feel free follow us at sidequesting.com in the sidequesting discord which we've now bumped up to community level yay we're now a community server which means we've got a ton of people there we've got what like 1500 people in our discord terrifying <laughs> and, 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 uh, and, and six of them talk to us and, so. and, it's, and it's it's us four and two other people um, <laughs> there's, there's actually um 800 people in the discord oh is there really nice nice i don't even yeah. know anymore i don't even know can i add um, all of them to share yeah, uh, at everyone to, at everyone and then share nothing but ken penders the, la the Boy, last time we sent mistake. the last time we sent two at everyone's in one day somebody complained so yeah. that's yeah, the world we live yeah, in yeah. really dude yeah dude really. no but uh feel free to hop in the discord join us there and you can find us at sidequesting and at sidequesting tv on all the streaming services and uh that's it from here 
from the home one of the home bases from the blimp we got to figure out where we're at what the what, what was the uh the jpeg uh podcast or the, it, was no, a, the it, it was a blimp right it was yeah. a, the joystick and, 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 and the joystick podcast was from like an oil uh oh from why from the oil slick like oh, the, oil rig somewhere in the oh. mid-atlantic or something and the yeah. jpeg infiltrated it a couple times yeah. right? yeah. that. <laughs> exactly what are you guys talking about um with that said, Charles we'll see you on the next episode of The Edge.